Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. It feels so good to be back to the podcast. I just have to say it. I missed it so much. I missed you guys so much. It's crazy, truly, to try to explain what it was like taking four months off of the podcast and then coming back to it for the last three or four weeks has just felt like such a gift and such a welcome home. Honestly, talking to you guys just feels so natural and sharing tips and tricks and wellness hacks and spirituality and the guests for the last couple weeks, the incredible guests from Alyssa Lynch talking about health and wellness and learning to find balance with exercise and overcoming heartbreak and moving to LA and becoming a social media influencer full-time to Anthony William, the medical medium, the number one manifested guest I've ever had on the podcast to today's guest, Remington Donovan, who is telling us all about numerology, kundalini, Of course, we dive into my angel number 201 that I've talked about so much on this podcast, probably in every episode ever, because I'm so obsessed with numbers. And anyone who listens frequently knows that I'm obsessed with numbers. And I believe that everything in the universe is extremely interconnected. And I know a lot of you guys have started seeing 201 because we're all connected and you all have your own angel numbers pretty much every day or definitely every day. At least somebody tells me online through Instagram that you have your own angel number and how much it means to you and how important it is and how it shows up in your daily life. So I knew that this was a long overdue topic that we absolutely had to cover numerology with Remington Donovan. So I didn't actually know any numerologists. And it's funny because I'm so obsessed with numbers, like I was saying. And I took to Instagram and I asked you guys if you had any numerologists in mind and who should I have on the podcast to shed light on 201 and angel numbers and all things numerology. And so many of you said Remington Donovan. And that led me to ask myself, how do I not know who this is? This seems so strange that so many people in my community love this person and know who he is. And I love numerology. Why haven't I heard about him? So then I went on a Remington deep dive and listened to him on other podcasts that I love. And of course, started following him on Instagram, realized that we have tons of mutual friends, especially in the Kundalini world, but basically all over the wellness community. And then he came over to record this podcast and we hit it off. He is somebody that I could talk to for decades. I mean, we know time doesn't exist. So I know that I could sit here in my office talking to Remington for all of time because we have so much in common. And also he's just incredibly knowledgeable. One of the most wise and spiritually tapped in people I think I've ever met or talked to, especially because as he describes in this episode, he had an incredibly spiritual upbringing. He was raised on an ashram and his, he didn't go to a regular school. He had spiritual teachers growing up. 
His family sounds awesome. I would have loved to have an upbringing like that. Jane and Byron, my parents take note. So funny because I did not have an upbringing like that really at all. But we all, I believe, we choose our family before we come to this earth. We choose our parents before we come to this earth. I believe that so wholeheartedly. So that just leads me to believe that Remington is a very, very evolved soul. Not to say those of us who didn't choose that type of life are not evolved because we all are, but he was meant to have a very spiritual life. And Raz, I believe I was meant to have a very spiritual life, but I was also meant to take my family on this journey with me and teach them a lot, my parents and my siblings and people in my hometown people I grew up with, there's nothing I love more than introducing people to spiritual ways of life and spiritual philosophies and breaking down the walls between this realm and other realms, which quite clearly is why I have a podcast talking about all these things. So it all means a lot to me to be able to share with you guys and talk about things like 201 repeating itself in my life all the time. And if you don't know my whole 201 story, just follow the link at the show notes that um, that we'll leave below all about angel numbers on my blog. If you want to hear all about how 201 has been following me for the last 10 years, the blog post, by the way, is called Asking for Signs, Trusting the Universe and My 201 Story. So we will link that in the show notes of this episode. Um, And from there, I am just super thrilled to share Remington with you. He is not only a master numerologist, but he's also a Kundalini teacher. He is well-versed in Kabbalah and mysticism of all kinds. Um, The tree of life, the Kabbalah tree of life. i honestly learned so much from him when we were sitting here and he brought all these different things over like my personal numerology for the year because this year 2020 is a four year which he'll talk a lot about but my personal year is a different number I want to say it was a seven we talked about it in this episode so we can all relearn together um and just the amount of knowledge that he has about all of it blew me away. So I wanted to share this episode as early in the year as possible because we I want everybody to be equipped with knowing that it's a four-year 2020 and kind of how to navigate a four-year even if your personal year is not a four-year, which it probably isn't, honestly, because there's a lot of different options. So he's incredible. You can definitely book a session with him encourage him to start his own podcast because he's thinking about it. And you can also take his classes here in LA, Kundalini classes. He and I have the same teacher. So I know that his practice is on point and amazing. Um, And with that, I will not say too much more because he's awesome and he will speak for himself. So Secondly, before we dive into the episode, I'm so excited this week because my ebook and my healing program, actually, I want to stop calling it an ebook because it's really not an ebook. It's 192 pages. It's my entire heart and soul all about healing and detoxing and plant-based recipes and how to live plant-based and why not to be afraid of fruit and how to get protein on a vegan diet, 
food combining, detox protocols, coffee enemas, colonics, infrared sauna. Like it is the biggest body of work that I've put together to date with everything that has healed me um, and all of my health issues and ailments for the last two years. And I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited about it. It's now live and available. And between now and February 14th, so Valentine's Day, you, if you join, will get access to do the program, the healing program in a group with a bunch of us, like-minded people in a Facebook group. And we're going to have three live webinars with me. So all kinds of information that I'll be sharing with you. You'll have access to ask me questions and Q&As in the webinars. It's going to be really special. And there's also a huge giveaway going on for the next two weeks. If you join, I'm giving away my favorite juicer, a Nama juicer. Gorjana Jewelry is giving away $250 gift cards to a bunch of people who join. There's just so much fun stuff happening. Um, So check it out. We're also going to leave the link in the show notes to the healing program, or you can just go to my website to read all about it, The Balanced Blonde. And then just on the top of that, you will click on Detox Your Life. And I'm so excited to share Detox Your Life with you guys. 55 salt oil, sugar-free, healthy vegan recipes. Well, actually 58. It's going to be awesome. So if you feel called to join, please do. Please, please, please do. I've literally never been so excited about something. And I priced it as an angel number, of course. So it's $111. My team was urging me to charge so much more because there's really so much in there. It's like this full 22-day detox your life reset with so much information. But I knew that it had to be 111 because basically my angels my guides, my higher self make these kind of decisions. And I knew that I had to stick with it. So I know that um, it's 111 for a reason. I wanted to keep it really affordable and I'm super excited to bring it to you. So check it out. The link will be in the show notes also on my site. And then before we dive into the episode, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Hum Nutrition. Thank you, Hum Nutrition, for sponsoring the show for the last several years. There is a reason why Hum Nutrition is my go-to beauty supplement. They have a variety of products on their site, so many different supplements for all different types of things that you may need to balance out with your health, which I believe no matter how healthy you eat, it's very nice to have supplementation, especially with a brand like Hum Nutrition where you can speak to a nutritionist online. Um, They have a bunch of different nutritionists that you can speak to. You can also take a quiz to see what's right for you. And then all of their products are pure and potent, non-GMO, sustainably sourced. Most of them are vegan. So if you're vegan, you can shop all of their vegan products. A couple of my favorite home nutrition products of the moment are their Beauty Z, which helps to promote a restful sleep. We actually gave this out in our wedding gift bags. Um, It will definitely help you fall asleep a lot faster. You can take that from me, a certified insomniac for many years. It's full of B6, calcium, and melatonin. And it's easy on the system. It's not like you wake up really groggy. You'll actually wake up, in my experience, feeling really rested. 
Um, I also love their Arctic Repair, which rejuvenates skin and reduces wrinkles and boosts elasticity. And I love their Moody Bird, which I like to take at that time of the month. It supports cravings and cramps and irritability and also promotes clear skin and controls breakouts. It has a bunch of different herbs in it, like chasteberry, which is known as the woman's herb. So basically you can shop around, you can take a quiz to see what's right for you. They have an amazing offer for our Soul on Fire tribe to use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off all Hum Nutrition products. So go to humnutrition.com, use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off. Also, try their daily cleanse. That's the one supplement of theirs that I've been taking for years. It's full of things like zinc and milk thistle and selenium, spirulina, manganese, matcha, etc. And it's very good for getting rid of toxins. So detoxing the liver, detoxing the skin. I know you guys will love it. Thank you, Hum Nutrition. One of my favorite brands for life. And now with all of that wonderful stuff said, let's head into this episode with Remington Donovan. It's really exciting because numerology is something that I've been really obsessed with and also something that I don't know that much about. I'm just obsessed with numbers. I know on Instagram, I was telling you about my 201 connection, which I want to talk all about. All my listeners are very versed in this 201 phenomenon that's really been a huge, just something that I notice about like 10 to 20 times a day for the last 10 years. So we'll get into that. Okay. Before we do, I just want you to introduce yourself to our Soul on Fire listeners. Um, tell us who you are and just kind of how you came into this amazing profession. Uh, yeah, I am Remington Donovan. Um, I, I'm sort of known as a master numerologist. I put that even on, on my Instagram. But I always like to say that the only reason I even say that is because my spiritual teachers call me a master numerologist. So within the teaching, if your teacher says that, you just agree and you have to be just as humble about that. So I'm not like, my ego is always like, am I too full of myself or something like that? (laughs) But I do think that I'm good at it because I'm able to make it practical. You know, so numerology, it's really um, easy to get super heady and like everything is super overly significant and you trip out and I'm seeing these numbers and I'm reading license plates, mm-hmm. but it's all true. And so the way the numerology is, is, is a, um, it's a way to read the secret hidden language of the universe. And we'll, I'll start touching Beautiful. on that, but my background really is, it's kind of been my whole life because I was born into a spiritual tradition of a really high yoga teacher named Swami Satchidananda, mm-hmm. who came over to the West from India, like in the late sixties. If you ever watch the, um, Woodstock documentary, he actually opened the entire Woodstock ceremony. So he kind of came right at when, uh, you know, the whole hippie movement and people are trying to change consciousness and this sort of, uh, you know, Aquarian age revolution. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius and stuff like that. And my parents 
got involved before I was born in New York City. That was sort of his hub. And they're from New York. I'm from New York originally. And um, he came to the West to share these teachings with the West. And he was under um, the guidance uh, and direction of his teacher, who is Sri Swami Shivananda. And there's like some retreats. Shivananda still has retreats. I have friends that go there and have done teachers' trainings through Shivananda. But I grew up with this very high teacher. So from birth, I was around um, his energy, his teachings. So literally, he's the one who taught me yoga and meditation first, like as like a three, four-year-old. And we had our own school. Um, my dad used to teach yoga at the center. So, um, and I knew that I grew up in something special. Like I, I knew, I didn't take it for granted. Like I knew there was like the regular world and then this, but, um, you know, my parents you hear like growing up on an ashram and people think you're totally isolated from the world. And this is New York city. Like you, you can't like drop out of the, off the planet that much. So, you know, my dad always had a business with my mom. Um, but I always grew up with spirituality. So spirituality, I feel like I chose this incarnation to have that first exposure to really be open to what is the evolution of my soul? What is the real purpose of why we're on this planet? And I also feel growing up as a child with a teacher at that ability or, or that level, um, it just goes into your aura and your psyche and your consciousness a different way. Because believe me, as a seven-year-old boy, I mean, I wanted to like ride my bike and listen to heavy metal and you know play war games with my friends in the woods, but. I was in this very alternative environment and it just seeped into me. And then as a teenager is when I really started to explore my own path. And um, that's when I started to explore tarot, started to learn a little bit about astrology. I originally got interested in like Wicca and witchcraft and just trying to find my way which I think is really important. I always like to tell people, if you're searching, just sort of start. Go for some things that you like, because what will happen is the right things will start to show up, and what your soul needs to learn and what you really love to do will show up. So I started in, in that arena. And then as a teenager, I was very lucky, and I found a teacher in mystical Kabbalah, hermetic magic, which is the root of all this numerology. It's all handed down in secret. It's only taught orally. It's not in books. I mean, I have books that I use, but this stuff, you can't Google it up, and you wow. can't buy a book on Amazon. Um, so I was just really lucky to find that as a teenager, and I spent 22 years in that discipline, and then I... Um, I've ventured off into my own. I came to LA and a lot of doors have opened up for me here. And then I also have a pretty uh, solid Kundalini yoga practice. But for me, that's my path because all of the hermetic magic, mystical Kabbalah teachings, which are considered a mystery school, meaning they're usually hidden and they're only taught from student to teacher. Kundalini yoga used to only be taught in secret. And so it's essentially a lineage of a mystery school. And so I just have always gravitated towards the hidden mysteries of the universe. Yeah. Like that's like my jam, right? So cool. And so I've had a lot of training. And then, um, 
but I've really learned how do you put this to your life and make it practical, right? So we can get into philosophical, crazy tangents about what this number means and blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's important to say, well, what is this a message for me? So numerology to me is the root system and source of all of these other systems, whether it be something like astrology, whether it be uh, I Ching, whether it be different types of numerology, um, what else do I use? Something called geomancy, all of these other divinations, the numbers um, just appear in nature, right? Like we have these two bottles here. Those are two bottles. Mm -hmm. Like so many people love to say, well, numbers are a construct. I'm like, regardless if we had a word for this, these two bottles exist. There's an energy. And if we put a third bottle, there's a different energy. And and the ancients felt that. But the idea is all these magical systems come from the ancient Egyptian god Thoth, which people might be familiar with, but Thoth is like an ibis, which is a bird. And it's always this Egyptian god, excuse me, if you look it up, has a long beak and is usually writing on a tablet. And it's the Mm. scribe god. So it's he's attributed to all the wisdom and all the systems of wisdom. So whether it's, you know, your MacBook Pro or numerology, they kind of are coming from the same thing. So I've just pretty much devoted my life. It was coming to LA years ago where all of a sudden I'm like, wait, this is a marketable skill set and it can be a job. I mean, who knew that all of this esoteric stuff would become now so popular? And especially here in LA, there is so much interest in it. There is. I mean, it's really growing and I've seen little phases, but I think there's a shift in the general consciousness of humanity. And the way I was taught is astrologically, this is the age of Aquarius. Right. And this this is the information age. So what we have now is so much of this information is available, right? I get messages constantly like, well, I Googled the meaning of the number four or I Googled the meaning of seven, et cetera, et cetera. And there's so much gibberish out there because it's the information age. So what's really important and what's really important in my work is that the real value comes from providing an experience. So you really say, how do I use this as a tool to get in touch with my soul or to get in touch with some higher frequency divinity, the universe, God. But Absolutely. I, I like to leave that up to the individual to how they like to uh, to phrase it. But what happens with the numbers is you can maneuver through anything. And, and we'll kind of get into that and in some yeah. of the numbers you messaged me about. But also it's the act of the process of the numerology itself becomes less about what does this number mean? Number four is heart chakra, blah, blah, blah. And what happens is the practice in of itself is an artistic meditation. Wow, that's so, when, so beautiful. When you just start to maneuver with it, the these revelations and these messages will start to come to you. So I you can't that. be literal and it's really artistic. Yeah, and, because it all goes so much deeper. Well, and everybody is a numerologist, whether they know it or not. It's just people, because we live in this age where information is so readily available, the downfall is that we become too literal. 
So uh, kind of because we were even talking about you have a life path number of four and right. most of the information you're like, it's organized. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because people I always hear four is, blo- is boxed in. Right. right, And that doesn't feel like me at all. And, I couldn't be less practical of a person, <laughs> less organized, less linear, less boxed, really. Four so, is not boxed in. So there's yeah, a lot of but misconceptions. That's so funny because... Like you're saying, there's so much information out there. And the first information that you'll find is fours are very pragmatic and fours are very organized. And go to a four if you need something planned and all this. Like, no, no, that is not me. A three energy is a lot more pragmatic. Interesting. So, well, let's let's just start. I can show you, share some of my process because, again, it's about coming to this experience. Experience. So right, but- when I get messages every day, and I'm grateful for them, and as my work grows, like, you know, I do get a lot of DMs that are like, I'm seeing these 40 numbers, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe just book a reading you with me. You should see the amount of messages, by the way, that we got from my community today when I said you were coming on the podcast I'm, I'll show you in a few minutes, Amazing. but like this many messages of like, what does this number mean? Yeah. So I can only imagine what you're getting on a daily basis. Yeah, and you have like a much bigger Instagram, so I can only imagine that. But here's the thing, and, they, and this is really important, and we'll go into a little fluid experience with it, but what does it mean? Really, it's about what does it mean for you? So we have to know that all of these numerological messages, license plates, addresses, time signatures, right? That there's something there for you, right? So, um, and this is where you need to delve in and trust, hey, the universe is speaking to me and this is a message for my own spiritual growth, mm-hmm. right? To me, all of this is meant to sort of move the energetic ball forward. Where do I advance my life You know, I was always taught our spirituality is our life, right? So every experience that we have that sort of opens up, clears channels, and creates a more prosperous life on some level is a profound spiritual experience. Like one of the biggest experiences I ever had is I was renting a car and I had to go get gas. And I never realized that all cars are manufactured where the little gas tank logo is. There's an arrow. And it points to which side the gas tank is on. And that to me like blew my mind and it totally liberated me from like trying to pull over and look. And it's a funny idea. It's a funny little example, but that to me was just as much of a spiritual experience that enlightened my life and made my life easier and nicer because now I could rent a car if I'm renting a car and I'm like, oh yeah. Anything can be a spiritual experience. Exactly. But the numbers will really unlock something. So I encourage everyone listening to let go of their attachment, of their intellectual idea of what does it mean, and allow a fluid process, and that will get you there. So, for example, now I have starting points, and I have key sort of archetype ideas of what a lot, like numbers 1 through 11 may mean. And every number is infinite, so we can just unravel and go in. We, We literally can spend the next several weeks I could we could be hauled up in your place and we could be looking at and breaking down the number 201. That is incredible. But for Let's for example, <laughs> she's like, all right, we're in. We're gonna have a, a two-week podcast a live. Um but for example, 
So I use a root of something called the Tree of Life from Mystical Kabbalah. Mm-hmm. Now, the Kabbalah I was taught is a tradition that spells Kabbalah with a Q. Q-A-B-A-L-A-H. So if you Google it up, you'll find other Kabbalahs, K-Kabbalah, things like that. Or a lot of people think it's like a Jewish thing. And real Kabbalists will say, no, it doesn't. We don't, you don't have to be a part wow. of any system or religion. It's not a religion at all. It's just the root magic of any spiritual systems, then many traditions spring from that. So it's not a religion. A religion is the celebration of somebody else's spiritual experience. This spirituality is your own spiritual experience. So that's what this is. And this has to be an experience for you as an individual. But I might start with the number four and, and branch off from there. So I know in this thing called the tree of life, there's an area, what is known as the fourth Sephiroth. So from there, I have key attributions, and then I use that as a springboard. So I will say, okay, four, I know, and this is my training, right? So I don't want to get too heady and, and, you know, um, confuse people. But what I'm looking at is I use this base. So anybody listening, just think about the number four and what what did you start to associate and then expand on there. Mm -hmm. So four is attributed to the planet Jupiter. So immediately it's astrology, right? So astrology and numerology and tarot are an integral system of mystical Kabbalah. So we know, okay, I know enough about Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of the highest uh, compassion, the highest love, the highest expansion. Um, And it's the um, energy of mercy. It's called Hesed on the Tree of Life, and that just translates in English as mercy. So now we know that four has, we can start off with this frequency of, okay, it's, it's openness, it's compassion, it's accepting, it's actually, it's totally unorganized. It kind of is the energy field that would let anything slide and say, you know, I'm totally cool with that. And like, I like like stayed in bed today till noon and I didn't get all the stuff done that I thought, but you know what? I still love and accept myself. Right. So of course, all these numbers take a sort of deficient side, which could be like, you're just inept and lazy, but you clearly aren't. But four is also, so then you tie in, well, what is the, for example, I know the chakras. So then I go from there and I'm like, what's the fourth chakra? Oh, it's heart. So now I have this idea of Jupiter, which is the kindness, loving abundance of wisdom and miracles. That's the frequency of four. 2020, as we're recording this, we've just entered a full yeah, year. I want to talk this about that. This is a year of miracles. So I use this little springboard, but then I just let my consciousness roll with it. So it's and very intuitive of a process. It's intuitive, but I also have some of the key knowledge, right? right. So to really, um, really master anything, you have to know it, and then you have to intuitively, artistically just maneuver and kind of dance with it. I always think it's like a really talented musician, right? They will... Um, have an intuitive sense, you know, you meet those gifted people, they're like, I don't know, I just picked up guitar and I started playing yes. and I'm like, oh, I wish I was like that. Um, but then they also know, they know this is an E string, they know this yeah. is a D sharp or whatever. And they'll, they, they, it's really easy for them to piece it together. But so the four, we already have this 
lovely energy of loving expansion, loving ab- abundance. And it's the color blue, for example. Ooh, so I now you start to tie it in. Like, why do I always, why am I always wearing blue, for example? Or I always see a blue something or other. This color follows me around. Well, that's the number of four. Like That is so interesting. So it ties into numbers. And then for me, I, I go deeper with it, right? So this is where the knowledge part I take and be, get intuitive. So four, mm-hmm. I transliterate into a lot of uh, the ancient Hebrew letters. The fourth letter has a numerical value, or the fourth letter whose numerical value is four is this letter called Daleth, or if you really speak Hebrew, it's Dalit. But this Bringing is Bringing me back to my Hebrew days. For Hebrew, Hebrew school? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Then, it's been a long time, but... Well, so you're familiar with that number. Well, I am. That number is the symbol of a doorway. That number is also the empress card in the tarot. So I use what I'm familiar with and what I've been taught, tree of life, tarot, astrology, and then I take it from there. So now we have the number four is the empress card. Well, the spiritual teachings of that card are the abundant, loving gifts of Mother Nature, who's always giving. So on one level, the four says, well, we should always be loving and giving and caring. And then we should also allow ourselves to receive. And so four is like the sweetest, yummiest, potentially indulgent, but in a right way, where it's the energy that all your hardships in your life and and any struggle, this four Jupiter slash doorway slash Empress energy comes up and is like, hey, you can take a little breather. I, I want you to have a nicer, easier life. So Wow. So that's if, life path number four, but also the year, the four yeah, year. Yeah, so we can, um, different places in your numerology have a different tone, but mm-hmm. this is this year. This is our year to- Wow, so this is just, for everybody. Yeah. No matter what their Every single person, exactly. Really cool. So we have this, just think of it, this year can be a doorway of miracles. Right. That's beautiful. That should be the title of this episode. I think actually I love that. Doorway of miracles. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Everybody um, needs that. That's the energy because I take you see how I sort of take some of my intellectual knowledge, but then I just roll into it. And I never called this year the doorway of miracles until now because it just flowed through. Mm -hmm. So it's like a poem. If you write poetry, hence um, the name of your brand, the mystical arts. (laughs) Yes. It makes so much sense because it's artistic, it's mystical, it's poetry, it's all of these different elements of spirituality combined. Which, yeah. by the way, is so mind-blowing just sitting here listening to you talk about all of these different modalities and tie them all into each other. Well, it's it, mind-blowing. It's well, so cool. I love hearing that, but that's what the Kabbalah is or that's my training is like... We don't see the separation. You know, I was taught like the a mystic is someone who unifies everything, right? So you take these real spiritual teachings and you start to understand and see the root seed of truth in everything. So you could take stories from Christianity, from Buddhism, from Judaism, whatever it is, um, traditions I don't know, and... Um, and you start to see, oh, these all connect. But I love, uh, for me, the numerology I just use 
the tarot astrology. So for astrology, for example, is Jupiter. So that's astrology. But then you can go deeper and say, okay, we have all this love and compassion, and it's just a sweet, nice doorway of miracles, um, which is your life path, which somewhere you were told it's really rigid and organized. (laughs) I want to break this misnomer because I hear this with four. They say it's boxed in, but a box has six sides. Okay, so it's not a force. There's no such thing as a four-sided That's box. That's so true. So there's always a way out. There's a top and a bottom. So that concept in of itself is kind of ridiculous. But, um, you know, you could think, the. I would say for you with your frequency of 11, which is a whole other number to get into, which is your soul. I love that number. But this, I always, one of the things I love to think of a four is the four corners of the earth. So like this podcast, and you have a natural tendency to be able to expand things. Like that's clear. You just started sharing something you love, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, wouldn't you say that's essentially what you're doing here? Well, that's your four path. I'm just going to share what I love. And then you maneuvered with the 11. And so you should definitely put in your projection and your thinking, okay, four corners of the world, like this can always just grow and expand and there's so much to share. So you're really a loving, compassionate, kind, open-minded person. That's four. That's beautiful. Totally. So don't worry about getting organized. Okay, good. Because that's never going to (laughs) happen. My husband can help me with with that. Well, that's funny you say that because I was about to say the four energy of the Jupiter energy has a luck and a charm, which means... Someone will People show come up. Along. I mean, my parents have been helping me with that my whole life. And now I tend to surround myself with people who are really organized and people who are really able to pick up those pieces when I'm much more aligned with the creative path and just getting really excited about things and the more mystical, spiritual side of things. Well, it's funny. I, I, I'm like that too. And my astrology has a lot of uh, Jupiter in it. So oh. that's just, we could say, oh, that still ties into four and right. things like that. It's all so um, connected. And then, but it's my partner who is like, is just an adept, uh, has adept organizational technical skills oh, and wow. really can produce. And, um, you know, she spent years working in development in Hollywood and she's able to translate those skills so to help sort of hone in on a lot of my stuff. So that's like a huge blessing yeah. besides having a great partner, but it's like having your perfect oh, counterpart. We match our skill sets really well because she also has vision and, and is very aware. So yes. it's not like she's rigid. But um, yeah, your four path really is you're someone with so much love to share. That's what you need to think about it. Love it. But then in a whole numerology chart, there's all these other numbers. But for you, I love this number of 11, which is your soul, which is like the essence of you. And the 11 is considered the number of the infinite and its infinite possibilities. And it's also the number of sound, right? And it's actually at, at MIT, they have created the technology to prove how sound current, our voice patterns and frequencies actually live in inanimate objects. So mystics for Oh yeah, like the water. It's like experiment. that. You know, for for thousands of years mystics have said, "Oh, our, the sound is a vibrational frequency and it could live." Some people teach that um the pyramids were built through using sound currents to maneuver mm-hmm. the energies and things like that. But what they did at MIT is they took inanimate objects where somebody spoke into them. The first experiment was with a bag of potato chips. 
And they were like, Mary had a little lamb, is what they they said into that. And then with this very sophisticated equipment, they tracked those vibrations so subtly, and they played it back. So it's like the science is proving that that sound lives. But it's sound, if you sort of abstract this idea, sound expands. Right, So this means your soul has a natural tendency that your vibration is trying to expand and get out. And so what did you sort of uh, consciously, but some part of you, I think, was probably divinely inspired and somewhat unconscious, said, oh, I want to start a podcast and share things that I love, for exactly. is love. You're using your voice. Well, your 11 soul, your voice wants to grow, and I think you've seen it grow because, you know, you have like a really... Um, healthy crew and a really nice following and that with that 11 just let it it just has to be organic it it will go it always has to be organic and then you can go so much deeper with each number so I, i take those key key ideas but then you're a double 10 and 10 is like kind of a rock star energy 10 is radiance so it's spiritual nobility. So it's very much like a public figure or someone that is seen. And you need to make sure that you're not hiding. Right. Because the 10 is very extreme. It's like, I'm a number one I or I'm a total so zero extreme. failure, right? <laughs> yes. Like, um, it's funny. We have a lot of the same numbers too. So we I were destined that. to meet here. And we have these like blue eyes that are very right. <laughs> We're 10, 11 twins here. Yeah, we are. Um, Wait, but, will you just tell everyone how you figure this out? Well, because it's based I'm on sure, your birthday. Yes, people are sitting here going, they want, they so want to know what their I number is. I look at is. all the, well, it's probably a lot to try to break down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually want to put like a straight workshop and teach people how to go Do through that. it. But your numbers are based on your birthday and then there's different placements. But for example, you have a soul of 11 because you're born on the 11th. Yes, that makes sense. I'm born on the 28th. So I have a soul of 10. Of what month? October. Oh, so then I have it. We both have 10 karmas because we're both born in October. I and love then, October. Then the, the math is simple, but it gets a little more complicated. But don't let numerology throw you off like it's science. Like it's literally one plus one mm-hmm. <laughs> equals two or two plus eight equals 10. Um, but I can even share my own experience of learning this and saying, well, I'm a 10 soul. Which means the more I allow myself to be seen and known, and I made that decision a few years ago because I have all these like hidden teachings, and I was like, screw it. I'm just, it's like I came out of the closet, like I'm a mystic and I'm gonna start sharing my life's work with the world. And yes. the, the second I did that, everything changed. This became like my full time work and my job. You and, have so much to share with people. Um, and so I'm I'm always every day I'm profoundly grateful for that. But I wanted to go into a fun tangent with the number that you see all the time, which 201. is two oh one. Yes, please. So, so what I'm ha- curious though, what have you like do you have any ideas? Like what do you think I about do. Yeah. Okay. Because kind of like you're saying, I try not to take things too literally, like aka Googling what does two oh one mean. I've never even done that. I've just tried to feel into for the last 10 years. What is this and what does it mean? Why do I always live in 201s? Except for when I moved here, because now I live in a 206, which is a whole new thing for me. But I lived in 201s for 10 years. So apartments, um, so many other different things. It's related to my ancestors who have passed away. So what I feel 201 is to me is a guidance from my grandmother 
my mom's mom who passed away when I was six. I feel her when energy. you were six. Oh wait, let's just stop right there. Okay. Um. So this is what I'll do. Now, I happen to have and own some very old actual books, texts of old um, books uh, that are in Hebrew from Kabbalah that catalog all of these numbers, right? And my old teacher was able to get their hands on them in New York at an old Judaica, and I think they went in and posed as like an Orthodox rabbi to get these books. Wow. But because um, there's like this these secret like back rooms, and they're only going to give them to you if they think you're worthy or something. But anyhow, I got my hands on these things that I can't find; they're not in print anymore. So I'll use I'll look up numbers. So I'll start there. But two hundred one there. It was really so. I'll, I actually have the resources to look something up in a book, but again, you have to start with that. So, 201, what I discovered was that um, it's all the energy frequency of centeredness and the centeredness, and it's a, considered a cube of light. Ooh. And so let's, you're like, what the hell? What the hell does that mean? Like, cube of light? <laughs> I like, like the idea of centeredness. Cube of light. So, like, centeredness is easy. Like, let me just maneuver. Let me get mm-hmm. centered with my life, right? You said you had a lot of addresses. So your home is like, that should be a place that, that's the universe is saying, hey, this is where you're, you feel centered. You should feel at home. But let's go deeper. You feel like it's your grandmother who died when, you were six. Right. Now, a cube is the numerical value of six. A cube in, I brought this glyph. Now we can't see it, but this is the we tree of life. But the number six on the tree of life represents Tifereth, which means beauty and centeredness and harmony. So uh, it's this cube. And now you can look here the six, all sixes have a frequency of being in the center. Now you're like, well, this is 201. How is it six? Well, because one of the words that means that adds up to 201 means a cube of light. Cube is six. But then you can go way deeper with numbers, and there's something called mystical numerology. So what you do with the number six, which is the dead center of the tree of life, it's the sun in astrology. So everything orbits around the sun. So, So now we can say, oh, I have these ideas of centeredness. But the mystical number of six, and to do a mystical number, it's whatever the number is plus the previous numbers. So six plus five plus four plus three plus two plus one, that is 21, which is 201 is 21. Right. So now you start to see like, see. what the F? Like, oh my God. Everything this is like a becomes like a mind blowing, really fun experience. So as I start to unravel that mystery, and I was looking at it the other day, getting ready to come on here, I'm like excited every time. And my mind is blown because I'm like, wait a minute, we have this theme of centeredness, this light, the sunshine, and then we have a mystical number. And then you could look, this is the number that connects to everything. So six is really, uh, has this frequency of the connection of the universe of, of God in some level, but you know, spirit, um, a lot of traditions, six is called the meditative, um, intelligence. It's a person of prayer. So 21 is still the frequency of six, which is then three. So you can go into mm-hmm. that. So you, anybody listening, take a number and start to play around with it. So you might have two zero one, but then what's the number 20 mean? 
Well, 20, right. this year is 2020. 20 in Hebrew is the letter calf, which is the palm of your hand which is the miracles. It's the fortune oh, card in the tarot. So again, we have miracles. double miracles combined to four that equals Jupiter, which is miracles, which is a doorway. So this is like a doorway of miracles times miracles. This year. So cool. So open up to it. And then, um, so you just see like you maneuver. So all of a sudden I'm working with the mystical number of 621 and then I'm tying this into Kabbalah. And then I was like, oh, this is always a message that, and then you said your grandmother died when you were six. Two twenty one is the mystical number of six. Mm-hmm. So there's always a layered message that goes beyond what our consciousness is. I think the downfall right now of this information age is everyone expects everything to be obvious and right. free. Right. And you got to do a little work and you maneuver. Like these, these are mysterious secrets. Like yeah. even the Bible is going to be like, the I've- Lord works in mysterious ways. Well, that's this is it. It is. Not just that we're like totally befuddled and dumbfounded and confused humans walking around like, what does this mean? Like, this is like, no, why don't you scratch the surface a little bit? It does take and bring time this and depth to your consciousness. So I started to do that when you texted me, and I'm like getting this buzz from like, oh my God. And I was telling my partner, Gina, I was like, Gina, look at this. I didn't even think about that the mystical number of six is 21, so and then it's a cube cool. of light. And so cube a cube actually unfolds into the shape of a cross. So now let's go deeper. A cross is an ancient symbol that means the intersection of light and darkness or the intersection of different worlds, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of these stories about Jesus, right, some of which I'm familiar with. My stepdad is actually, he's a minister, he's a chaplain, like he's a Christian minister, but he's a mystic. So none of this is like literal to him. He used to be an astrologer and he just wanted to help people. Yeah. And he's like a spiritual service at a hospital where he lives. And um, it's like the ER doctor, but that's his path. But I've been learning a lot more Bible stuff from him. And I've never like, yeah, y'all found Jesus. I'm into the Bible. But six resonates with that cross, which is truly a teaching of this intersection of worlds. Wow. So this means that you hold the space. The universe is telling you, you hold the space to intersect these worlds. And six is the number of connections. Well, so even this podcast. That's what I feel like my life purpose is, is to interconnect the worlds, the realms. So like all the mystical realms with this earth. So I have chills because that's that's what I feel like my life purpose is. That's what you're doing. So even just like in a mundane, I have no sense of anything greater than what I see in front of me in this world. Um which I pray anyone listening that's like that will expand and start with numerology to see Mm -hmm. like, oh shit, the first rule of numerology is there's no coincidence. The second rule is there are no rules. So just go with it. But you provide a connection. So we can just be literal and say, let's take this podcast, right? Let's take Instagram. People want to do like, oh, social media or whatever. But you're making a connection. And six is also the letter Hebrew letter of vow, which is the hierophant card in the tarot, which is the spiritual teacher, which is considered the expounder of the mysteries. So it you're sharing these mysteries, different teachings, different ideas, anything about wellness, spirituality, whatever it is, the thing, all you got to do is share what you love. Mm. 
Exactly. And that's a lot of the teachings of the frequency of this different shift of consciousness of humanity, especially in business. And you will see it more and more that if you're just authentic and really just sharing what you want to share and love, people will often just want to be a part of your experience. That's exactly my like, belief. I'll watch like a do-it-yourself YouTube video. Like, what was I? Oh, I was trying to... Um, Learn. Uh, it was those wax seals that I gave you. Your oh, numerology, I know. beautiful. Well, I was like looking, and there was like someone I found who like they're they were just really into wax seals, right? And so they're making make videos and showing like, oh, here's a way to do it yeah. if you have like a wedding invitation. We for, wanted like, to put these on our wedding invitations. In fact, we did. You stamp we them first, didn't. and then you add wax afterwards and seal it. I didn't know. And so we were doing each one one by one. It's taking like hours. So, but uh, like the point I'm making is, oh, here's someone who just this is something they have an affinity for. They shared it with the world, and I resonated with it because I just wanted to hop on their journey mm-hmm. and experience with their experience. And that's what's important. That. So those of you listening, like how does numerology tie into business and stuff? It's like just start sharing your experience with the world yeah. and what you love. So for you, Jordan, you your four path, you're just sharing what you love. It's the number of love. It feels so aligned. Like high love. not mm-hmm. It's beyond romantic love. It's mm-hmm. like L, capital L, love. now just a brief interruption from this episode with Remington talking all things numerology and slinging the wisdom to talk about our second sponsor for the episode Cured Nutrition. First of all, I'm very excited to have the founder, Joseph, on the podcast soon, the founder of Cured Nutrition. He's such a good guy. So what you should know about Cured Nutrition is that they are an amazing CBD brand, and you can use the code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, for a discount on their products, which will get you 15% off of all Cured Nutrition products. Definitely try the mint tincture. Jonathan and I both take the mint tincture of CBD every night before we fall asleep. To be honest, Jonathan takes way more than I do because he likes to just knock himself out and go right to sleep. But I like to keep things very minimal, um, which is fine either way because it's all THC-free, meaning that it won't get you high. They have THC-free classic mint oil. They have so many other products. They have mushroom blends, which have adaptogens in them. They have a Rise Nootropic blend, which is a blend of incredible nootropics. I'll have to talk to Joseph about that when he comes on the podcast. We just gifted that to my brother-in-law, and he's been loving it and saying that he feels really alert in the mornings and His brain is just feeling more alert without coffee. It's a really good alternative to caffeine, but of course you can also pair it with caffeine. There's a Zen nighttime blend, which will also help you fall asleep if that's what you prefer. Another thing I love of theirs is their Max Salve, which I like to use because I have a lot of joint pain because of Lyme. And they have this incredible salve that has shea butter in it. It smells amazing. It smells so good, honestly. That's half of the reason why I like using it, but it really does help with my joint pain. And I've given it to my dad to help with his arthritis pain, and he swears by it too. So we're basically a cured nutrition family. So if you don't know that much about CBD, it's most commonly incorporated into wellness to improve sleep, decrease inflammation, and reduce the body's stress load. 
and Cured Nutrition themselves are a Colorado-based company who has put quality, local sourcing, and a strong brand behind their name since the very inception of the brand. They also third-party test all of their products for potency, purity, and harmful contaminants like microbials, heavy metals, pesticides, things that we do not want in our bodies. So I have definitely found my daily dose of CBD bliss with Cured. You can use that code BLONDE for 15% off. Go to curednutrition.com and fall in love. They're amazing. Now back into this episode with Remington Donovan. So everybody has a number for each year. So this mm-hmm. is a so that seven changes year for, for me, you. Yeah, like even I'm though having, it's the year of the four, and you're what, having. I'm personally having a sixth year. Okay, so I'm expanding my network this year. I'm well, expanding. Here you are on all the podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Starting your own podcast too. Um, and that's it. So when you, it's funny because when you messaged me too, I was like, oh, and I said, oh, this, I had done a meditation for a miracle of just opening up doors. And I was like, oh, this will be great. And then we kind of just hit it off right off the bat. Yes. And um, so this is part of my six. Now, seven, which you are having, mm-hmm. is really a number of prosperity, but it's a number that makes everything better. It's considered a platform for elevation. So all your work this year should just be a helping others make their lives better on some level, but it's also just an upgrade of making everything nicer and and sweeter and it's a very prosperous energy field. But it's very sensitive, it's very empathic. Um so some of the things too it means like what you ingest uh, is a little amplified. You mean uh, like food? Food is really a big, can be a big thing. So it's really important to just be mindful, like upgrade your diet, the sort of cleanliness. We live in LA, so people get neurotically insane with like cleanses. <laughs> I can be pretty neurotic. Years ago, I worked at Erewhon, which is this you pretty did? known. I worked in the supplement section. And how long ago? Uh, I guess about five. I want to say five years ago, more I maybe. Swear you probably helped me because I um, lived in Well, Iran. I kept a journal of like the insane requests, but <laughs> you so, could write a book um, with that. Well, I started to with a cartoonist friend of mine who does. I had left there because I got like my first big Hollywood writing thing, and oh, I was cool. like, see you later, everyone. And then, um, and then all of the mysticism that I've been doing my whole life really opened up, but, um, from like writing a huge cartoon and then that, but it was a good transition. Oh my gosh. It was also like really satisfying to be like, Oh, this, it's not a great pain job. I learned a lot, but, um, and at my experience, I wasn't treated amazingly well, but, um, I gotta say there's something satisfying in my ego when I left They're like, where are you going? And I'm like, I got my first big, writing thing and it's for like a really famous film and Warner mm. Brothers and everything. So I was like, see ya. Um but we have some cartoons. I'll I'll forward some to I you. They're pretty see. hilarious. I laugh so hard. Um, if one of those is like a quote from me five years ago, <laughs> I will crack up. Um but the so I learned a lot about diet and nutrition and really like we people can go on an extreme. But 
also seven is an energy too, like media, right? Like anyone, you you go to bed like after watching a weird, scary show or a movie, or even like a nice, uplifting one, and they're like in your dreams, right? You know, I made the mistake of watching that show Black Mirror, which is like kind of weird and dark and heady, and I'm like having like I'm having the weirdest you know quasi nightmares. So there's a sensitivity, but the sensitivity is there in order to say I'm really empathic to other people and I really want to make other people's lives nicer. I want to make my life nicer. So it's an upgrade and it and it can have a very opulent frequency, right? Like the 7 is like hey, I'm going to go for that little nicer organic vegetable. Maybe I feel comfortable splurging a little more and and everybody has different means and what they can do. But I would say that's a nice energy to just clean up, upgrade and make the whole vibe of your life prosperous and nice. You know, that feels like me. That feels like me always though, but maybe this year in particular. Yeah, it's just that's going to be an emphasis. This I, lo- year. Well, I love that. So your year I of want prosperity. That to be an I have this year of, uh, so the six energy, for example, is an energy where our destinies are written. And it's also the network of God. So it means you can go in and pull some strings in the ethers and change. Like cool. the magical teachings say we're sort of born with this, um, this set pattern, right? I don't know if you've ever talked about like Akashic Records on a your show. Yeah, we've but had an episode. The, those ideas are like we sort of have, we're born into things we're supposed to learn, and a lot of things are pre written. But what we do is, those of us on the spiritual path, we're not limited to that. We're not fate. None of these teachings are about fate. Like the, the teaching is, how do we change it? And so we're always changing our destinies. So um, that's one of the things I'm doing this year. But for me, I know a lot of the work is just building up my network of teaching and everything that I do. But, um, you know, I I always say too, with like tarot, which is another thing that I I do um, deeply because it all ties into this, is that nothing's written in stone. Like if it was written in stone, then there's no reason to utilize tools like tarot or astrology. Uh, So it's like, I'm very destiny-driven, and I'm not fate-driven or victim consciousness. Like, oh, well, this is just what has to happen to me because like, we have the tools and we maneuver out of it. I truly believe we're incarnated to work on these lessons to essentially create a more prosperous life. It's not just like stuff and things. Mm-hmm. You know, a prosperity can be time, love, money, all of this, you know, but money is important too. You know, that's like another misnomer. It's like people doing quote unquote spiritual work or right. it's like, um, there's four elements that you can look at the tarot and learn from this. There's earth, there's air, there's water, there's fire. These are the alchemical elements. Well, money is earth. Each, we need all of these elements. You know, air is our intellect, mm-hmm. water is our creati- creativity, our emotions, like, and then fire is like our divine spirit and, the, and this inspiration. So we're always using all of it. But this, the sevens, just, you're going to have a nice year. It really looks like it. And I'm very happy because I don't know what my last year was, but it was it's a six. Been, oh, so it goes like that? Like one, well, two, three, four, five, six? Not always, but probably with your, sometimes you got to look because zeros and ones trick it up a little uh-huh. bit. But 
often, because last year I had a five year. It, for a few years, it's usually in order of the numbers. That makes um, sense. Well, six, What? because you were saying you had focused a lot on your health and things well, like that. Yeah, for the last couple of years, I've had Lyme disease and just been basically bedridden. And that's why I took this big hiatus. When did that come on? Well, that was actually three years ago. And then it just took a pretty rapid decline. So 2018 and 2019 were both very challenging. So three years ago, you probably, I'm just trying to see what what, what it would say about those numbers. Yeah, in 2017. You probably, if you were a four, personally having a four year, I mean, that's it's a doorway, so it's real open. Yeah. To receive, we have to be mindful. It's like we want to be open and receptive, but what are we opening and receiving the wrong things and making the wrong yeah. connections? Um, but uh, wow, I Lyme disease I know is like intricate and there's so many different, uh, in my experience too, just even working in the health world a little bit. It's like, and I met a lot of people with Lyme. Um, they all had different things that really worked for them, but it was exactly. definitely rooted in diet, but nobody was like consistent and people just went on this journey of self-discovery. Yeah, that's why so, it's been a gift ultimately. And maybe in 2017, it was a doorway to deeper forms of spirituality. It really set me on a path where I got very into um, just a much more spiritual way of life and tapping into my own psychic abilities, aliens, and all this stuff that before I had no Oh, wait. We need to do an alien I know. episode. There's so much for me to share beyond numbers. I wanted to ask numbers. you about that. Like, what, what is your take on all of that? And it, Oh, we, aliens is totally... That's... Um, that's real. Like, there's yes, no. They're already been making contact. I've seen UFOs since I was a child. Really, and um, you grew up in such a spiritual community. My mom is super sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she has a ton of stories. Do you and, feel that the contact that they're making is with positive intentions? Because that's how I feel hmm. for the most part. Overall, I think some. Um, I don't talk about this too much publicly, well, but I'm I glad do. We this are. is what I was told: is a lot make contact um, because there's a contract. So certain aliens will have contracts with certain humans because they're uh, creating um, sort of a hybrid. And so what they need from certain humans is an, an emotional imprint of DNA. Because some of these beings are so high that when they incarnate into this dimension on planet Earth, it's like way too much of a shock. So it's almost like homeopathy. You kind of mm-hmm. take a little bit of the dose of whatever the ailment is so your body responds and develops a natural mm-hmm. immunity to it. That's what I've been told by a lot of people who have had contact and also people listening, if you ever experience often like a sleep paralysis or you'll feel like something is grabbing onto you or you wake up like frozen, a lot of times that's alien contact. That's that's happened to me since I was a child and that's how it feels for me. I always joke and say that I'm not from here, that I'm not from this planet and that's why my body has all of these sensitivities and sickness and allergies and all this stuff. And who knows how true that is, but what you're saying right now really really resonates. I feel like it's really true too. My mom is profoundly like sensitive and just 
vulnerable, very deep, very psychic. Um, and it's something I've actually learned a lot about it from her. But also, I think overall, it's mostly a beneficent shift in that there's really positive energies trying to to help. I mean, I never I thought so. that I was like from this planet. I mean, I was always, even I as a little kid, are. as a little kid, I was always telling my parents about dreams of these other planets. And I'm talking like two, three years old. That's I'm explaining cool. like there's one planet, there's always this fire that we would sit around. And then I was ha- telling them about spaceships. And then I've always been drawn to anything like, space as a kid so like space age stuff and then when i saw star wars like i'm old enough that i was a little i was like i want to say about four when the first one came out in the 70s and i saw it in the theater and i was like (gasps) like just because it's super appealing when you're four years old oh yeah you're not an adult like this movie's pretty cheesy but now i watch them i'm like what but um all of this and i grew up on this community, essentially a commune, but everyone, we're meditating, we're doing yoga, we have a very high teacher around us daily. Um, None of those kids I grew up with, none of them were like, I'm from planet Earth. Like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool that you guys were able to talk about those things. But it's taken me, and I know that I've had a lot of incarnations on this Earth, but you know, it's just taken me a while to be like, oh, I could still function here. I could still prosperous. Of course. My personal experience and my journey that really helped me was coming to Los Angeles. I love that. Where I was like, oh, everything is really possible. And there's a general collective psyche that allows that possibility mm-hmm. and values things that I've always valued that I didn't get from me in the areas that I lived growing up in Connecticut. And I lived in Virginia for a while. Um so this was just part of my journey, but yeah, alien stuff, a, yeah. a million percent. And um, I've seen, I mean, I remember as like a seven, eight-year-old in Connecticut. And the reason we lived there is that's the ashram I grew up on. They had a big property because that was like from New York City, that's the country. Um, I mean, I've, I, I've seen so many. UFOs. So cool. Um, and I've had those experiences of sleep paralysis. Absolutely. They started freaking me out. And then I started to learn more. And to be honest, it was just a few years ago. I was I had an experience and I finally was like, enough. Me too. I was like, I'm over it. Just like I'm done. And they listen, right? I haven't I had one issue since then. Interesting. But I also think that possibly was um my girlfriend spent a lot of time in Canada working on a film. And when she came back, I swear she brought an entity. Like entities oh, will attach yes. themselves to you, um, which is also something to think about when you become, when you track things like Lyme disease, autoimmune mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Now, again, I'm not medically diagnosing anybody, but no, it makes you, people sense. have to realize that there are other energies and spirits and entities and they all, they don't necessarily have your best interest. Yeah, we become a magnet, especially if we're very light energy and then something dark that wants lightness attracts to you. Well, yeah, that's why there's so many things that I never go to because like people are just opening up these energies and these ideas with no real background or training. So right. I always like I've always had teachers that I know that I trust and I've always been a part of a spiritual lineage and a tradition and a practice. And um 
But like my mom, who lives in Vermont, which is pretty like open, progressive, they're super aware of like organic food, yes. and that's the first state to try to sue Monsanto to, for GMO labeling and things like that. So they're basically a big fu established crap. But um, she was saying, she, "Wait, what was my tangent on that about?" Um, uh, oh, the entities. Oh, yeah, the she entities. knew a. Uh, someone who channeled the spirit, right? And was giving all these messages. But just because you're channeling something from the astral plane, it, it again, doesn't mean it has its best interest. These entities are all over the place. And this woman died of spontaneous combustion. Like her body just... Oh my gosh, that's it, scary. fire and imploded. <sighs> she died. So, and a lot of these channelers, a lot of weird health things have happened. So, you got to be mindful. It's really good. I do a lot of protection mantra. We had a portal in our apartment. These entities kept trying to come in. And my spiritual teacher, whose name is Tej. I love her. Oh, you know Tej? Yes, I love her so much. She was over and we had a little gathering and I have a very close relationship with her. Like, well, you know, I, I'm, I feel very blessed and I teach with her and I'm actually teaching for her tonight. She's in you New are? York at Rama, but nice. it won't be the time of this interview. But <laughs> yes. um, I, uh, we, she gave us a little selenite stone, which is really good for cleansing. And we put it right where this weird portal was and um, the stone actually melted. Like, this is like out of a movie. Oh my God. Right? This my isn't like, whoa, like, I feel a little floor. vibe. I better like right. sprinkle a little sage here. I was like, this freaking stone that is melted. So intense. It's still there, but it cleared out all the energy. Plus, it came from her. And she just operates in She's many different so dimensions. Powerful. Um, so, yeah, this stuff is real and it's. It's really beneficent, but you got to be mindful. It's not any different than like, we live in LA. You're not going to listen to every schmuck on the street. With LA has a lot of like crazy people walking crazy around. Energy. Yes. And like, you not, you're not going to take advice from all of those people. So why do, why do people think that just because some entity or some spirit, quote unquote, is, is like communicating with them, just don't be fooled by it all. Right. So do you, you know? have a protection mantra that you... Well, one to clear out ghosts and entities is called a call, A-K-A-L. Um, and I don't know if you have links for this. I could send some. But that's a big yeah, one I use to clear space. Notes. There's an incense called dragon's blood, which is a resin, sort of like frankincense. Okay. You have to burn it on a little piece of charcoal so you can... They actually sell them at like all the smoke shops in LA. I'm like many years like clean and sober, and uh, I'm like going into these head shops and I'm buying so like charcoals for incense. They yeah. have all the bongs on the wall, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just <laughs> buying charcoal. But um, that will um, that will really clear entities. Okay. Sage is like, oh, it's kind of clears vibrations. But the other thing is there's poltergeists, there's different entities, there's ghosts, there's spirits. Poltergeists are just a buildup of friction of energies. Uh, I've been called to go on uh, to explore hauntings and help clear entities. Ghosts are not as scary as people make them out to be. Ghosts are essentially a soul that died and they were too attached to something here 
and they didn't understand that they could leave. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a lot of compassion. I always feel bad because it's right. just it's a confused spirit that doesn't understand what's happening or is has so much sorrow to something. Maybe it was a child. Yeah. There's always something like that. And um but I've gone and I'll investigate to see because sometimes it's just a buildup of a poltergeist, which really build up like you go into a home like a where a couple lives and they argue all the time. You can feel that energy. That's a poltergeist where yeah. people take a lot of intoxicants. So if people are drinking and doing a lot of drugs, go into a bar in West Hollywood, like where I live, there are poltergeists everywhere. Wow. So it's like all of that sort of decadent wild behavior and I have no judgment on that. I've I've had my fun, you know, but um it builds up energies and frequencies so there's these you, you sometimes you can see them. I'll see them as like orbs. And then there's like other spirits. You know, I had one apartment I lived in in LA and I lived with two other people. This was and at the time we all saw this really tall entity and and I did everything the clearing and it was always there and I realized this was I knew this was very beneficent and really sort of was protecting all of us and oh, wow. three different people independently described the exact same thing that is so amazing but the ghosts are just confused and I have a procedure and I just compassionately let them know, hey, you may not have this opportunity to come across somebody incarnated in this form that knows these procedures. And so it's okay and it's time for you to move on. And it's time for you to move on to the other side. Mm-hmm. I don't bill that as part of my work. Like it's not on my website at right. my services, but some people know about it. And um this I've seen a lot of stuff, but I don't intermingle with a lot of entities. I keep it clear, you know. That's so good. selenite is a really good crystal to keep in every, all four corners of your home mm-hmm. or in every room. And the size doesn't matter. But I have these towers that are like two, three feet tall. That I, my friend went to a gem show. It's like a hundred dollars. I got a super That's deal. So cool. But I mean, for like three, four bucks, you can buy little ones, a few inches. Yeah. That energy is still there. So don't let price get in the way. That keeps an energy really clear and clean. Um, I'm a fan of dragon's blood. Okay. Um, a lot of people like Sage and Palo Santo. I don't. I can't speak enough on those. Um, and what those real traditions are. I know everyone's freaking out about Sage is endangered. Right. Um. I want to know. I I need to know more about that. Or sages in Europe too. There's European traditions have used it forever. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's like keeping a vibe clean and and clear. But I utilize a lot of mantras, and I use uh, a language called Gurmukhi because I'm a Kundalini Yoga teacher right. and practitioner. So I just utilize those. Why? Because they fucking work. Like they just work and. Um, so I'm always playing some sort of mantra. Some oh, that sound current is permeating into everything. That's really so I, helpful. I keep a space clean. I don't trip out about it. I'm just really sensitive, so I'm I'm aware of it. And my partner, since being with me, all of a sudden she's just she has it awakened. Like she has a tremendous ability. But I don't try to intermingle. I'm not channeling. People are like, do you have spirit guides that you're channeling when you do readings? And I have all these visions, and I'm like, no, it's just me. There's a higher part of me that's attached. Mm-hmm. And with all the mystical Kabbalah, or people hear the word magic, 
they think we're just like sorcerers, mm-hmm. wizardry. And the magical path is really all about aligning with the highest energies and God energy. That makes so sense. So it's like, it's almost boring when people think it's like you're Gandalf. That's like, in yoga, it's called the city powers where you're just using these occult powers and you're just manipulating energies, but there's no spiritual path behind it, right? right. So you're just like, it's not any different than using electricity in a way, but nobody's worshiping electricity. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, oh, great spirits of electrical currents, <laughs> I bow down before you and invoke your great power to put on my computer. Like, so true. You know, so, but that is just the manipulation of energies. Magical path is like, what are you doing to evolve your soul to become closer to your divine source? Yeah. That and makes to change sense. the world. Yeah, aligning our, with our your own higher way. self. Very cool. But be careful. It's like a lot of people are super sensitive. Oh, I am so sensitive. It's something that I've I learned. can read that the second, like right in your eyes. I don't I'm mean sure. in like, it's just, it's there, but there are a lot of high energies and there are energies and people working in other dimensions and realms helping things. I don't think For the sure. change in the planet's just in the third dimension. It's like shifts in consciousness happen. So even prayer, for example, which has been scientifically proven, you read like Reader's Digest stuff and like medical journals will talk about, oh, this person had like their whole congregation was praying for them. They had a miraculous recovery. Yes. Yeah, I love reading stuff like I that. I know a woman who was, she was 80 something. It was my friend's mother got run over by a car as a pedestrian in LA. It was just oh like, this is her end. And we kept praying for her in Tasia's class. A month later, she walks into class and is taking class. That is amazing. Everyone was like, what? But I mean, as much as I'm like, this is mind-blowing, you're like, oh yeah, of course. Right, because the collective energy is very you know? powerful. And nobody's selling it like, come y'all, get get healed. It's just, you know, you just are opening up a current of mm-hmm. abundance and whatever, if it's that person's time, it's that person's time. Exactly. Yeah. You know? I love looking but at it that way. But I definitely will help you with your sensitivity. Okay, good. I was going to say, if I ever feel a ghost in my home, I'm calling we you. We started with numerology and I now we're know. like on I mean, entities we and aliens and things the, like that. All of the alien and ghost stuff. But oh, this wanna, is great because I don't get to talk about this I know. Lot. Well, I like talking to people about things that they don't talk about on every interview or in their everyday life. So this is perfect. Um on that note, I want to get into the rapid fire questions with you that I okay. ask everybody <laughs> who comes on the podcast. Um, what's one thing you've never been asked in an interview that you wish you had been asked? Oh, man. these I'm always so slow at these. Well, they um, don't have to be rapid. I just call them that because I ask everybody. Well, you kind of hit it. I was actually really excited to talk about like aliens and entities okay, and the difference cool. of ghosts. So I... Um, I hit the nail. So this was a first for me to really delve into those those energies. Okay, Absolutely. well, we can do another episode and go way deeper on um, all of that. Oh, I always like... Oh, I actually do know one. It's like uh, this whole cultural misappropriation and yoga mm-hmm. culture out there. Um, that's something I like getting at. I guess I've been asked, but I was like... So what is your up. take on it? Well, I just noticed a really dark movement of people, and I knew people that were yoga teachers and kundalini yoga teachers that were like, oh, I'm giving up my practice because somehow they're being told the story that there's some sort of cultural misappropriation. I grew up with an Indian man, Swami Sachinananda, who came here 
because his teacher in India said, Sachinanda, you have to go to the West and you have to teach these people. Mm-hmm. And then I was born into that. Like, these teachers came here to teach this. And I was, so I grew up with this. And um, like, just because someone's born into some culture in a country is no relevance, honestly, to what those spiritual teachings are. And I was taught from an Indian man uh, who came to teach the West um, that this transcends any type of culture. So it's actually a very dark narrative that is taking people off their spiritual practice. And uh, it's a dark, it's essentially a satanic current that is the same separation that creates a divide. And um, just because someone's inherently born in any type of culture doesn't mean they hold the lineage of that wisdom or those spiritual teachings. That comes from teacher to student. And it deeply, on one level, deeply offends me because I grew up in it. So what are you going to say? Oh, my whole childhood was a joke because I was raised in these teachings from a certified Indian. Right? Like, so it's so ridiculous. And the bottom line is, People need to pay more attention to their own spiritual practice. And if you actually were doing your own practice, you're really not going to give a shit what other people are doing. I couldn't agree more just with so like it's the like oversensitivity it, and people taking things in such a negative way when it's meant with such positive intentions. It's like, and there's it's so much really difficult, especially having a podcast or having any kind of public platform, which most people have these days on right. social media. Things get so skewed. So, I just put the kibosh on that. Yeah. And I have well, the, good. I can I like do that. that you, I like that. I was you growing can. up in that because they were, they came. Like, so you're actually going against the tradition to say whoever is for every culture. Everybody was welcome. Yeah. The magical tradition, every single person is welcome. And in fact, you are groomed and taught to let go of any of your uh, cultural sort of baggage and upbringing and like biological parents and societal norms, right? I could be like, I'm a white American, blah, blah, blah. Like magic's like, it clears all of that. Like this is your soul that you've spent many incarnations. And like, so the magical teachings, um, we transcend incarnational limitations, Yes. regardless. So I could just be like a boxy American Right. And like rigid in my thinking or be like a Marlboro man sort of image or something like that. And, um, you know, we each have our own individual things, but I was taught from a yoga master yoga is for everyone. And that's why they came over here. Yes. 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 So yes. Don't, don't listen. You. Don't drop your practice because you think you're offending somebody. That's such a good thing. I'm so glad so, that you said that. Um, let's see what comments show up on that. I know. Well, it's a positive message. You can't hate on a positive, light-filled yeah, message. Yeah, like there's so much stuff to me that's like, oh, well, so you're doing a yoga class at a gym and you're doing a breathing exercise. And then it's like, well, that's where that person's at and that's helping them. Right. Who cares? Uh, yeah, completely. Who cares what completely. anybody is doing to improve their life and right. have a better In experience? Any way, shape, or form. I totally agree. Uh, what are your sun rising and moon signs? Oh, okay. I am a Scorpio sun, which is why I love uh, penetrating the deepest hidden mysteries of yes. the universe. And then I'm Aquarius rising, Aquarius moon. Oh, so that's, that's all the alien stuff. Yeah, so I'm an Scorp- Aquarius rising Scorpio too. Scorpio is a very um, <clears throat> intense energy that always gets a bad rap, I feel like, because Scorpio is like sex and death. But what it is is Scorpio is truly the spiritual essence of the soul. 
And Scorpio is the energy that co-creates. And Scorpio loves everything that's hidden. So I want to extrapolate all of this hidden wisdom, and I do it through numbers and tarot and things like that. Aquarius is very friendly and wants a better humanity, and um, it's a little out there. Aquarius, do you have Aquarius? I'm an Aquarius rising Okay, because I was going to say you resonate on that. Aquarius may be misconstrued as sort of aloof, but Aquarius is from another (laughs) planet for sure. We are. I also have Aquarius North Node. Oh, so do I. So I have Aquarius North Node. I have Mars Aquarius, Moon Aquarius. I have a lot of Aquarius. I'm an honorary Aquarius. Uh, Me too, I feel like. But I'm also very much Libra. I have a lot of Libra. Oh, but that's seventh house, Libra, seven year. Like Libra is really... People misunderstand Libra or they don't get it. And I'm like, we all want good Libra because that's where we get along. That's where you're like, oh, I want to like create a life that's sort of a nice social event and and making connections with others and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I heard a funny saying, Aquarius is like, Aquarius loves uh, humanity, but doesn't like people. Um, Uh But Libra really loves people. Yeah, they do. That's funny. It's a good balance. But Aquarius, it's just, it's it's out there. Aquarius energy wants to pull in just, no, there's a totally radically new, better way to do it. Mm -hmm. Let's just go that way. And we're in the age of Aquarius. It's a big right. change. Absolutely. Um, who are some of your teachers and inspirations? So my, t- well, um, Swami Sachi Ananda, um, because that's, I grew up. So I, I definitely chose that through birth. And then in the magical tradition, it, this may sound crazy, but we don't actually talk about our teachers. Um, We just pass on the teachings. Mm. But I had my teacher there, and then once you sort of maneuver out of it and do your thing, you sort of, that's it. Like, I'm doing my thing now, and my teachers now are Tej, who you know, and Hari Jeevan, Mm -hmm. both in LA. Um, But then there's a lot of like, I love this Alejandro Jodorowsky. He's a film director and an artist. Um, David Lynch, even. I watched mm-hmm. his masterclass. And I'm like, this guy's so amazing. So I always like to draw inspiration from so many different, um, even like celebrity and people. You can really get get a lot from, yeah. from so much. You I, know? I love that. Um, if you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? Probably like orangey yellow, but my first thing was to say blue, but I don't like. I see all of that. Um, it's the blue eyes. Uh-huh, I know. Right? It the, is. If you have yeah. blue eyes, the oldest trick in the book is just put on a blue shirt. People are like, whoa, your, your eyes. eyes are so like, beautiful. You're applying for a job, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, we have Going that on a first common. date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, blue, yellow, I like all the, the bright warmth. colors. I love orange. It's like a warm healing. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. I go through phases with colors because that's the Kabbalah. Right. So four is blue, five is red, things like that. Oh, I love that. Six is yellow, 201. 201, baby. Coffee or tea? Oh, coffee. I love coffee. (laughs) What kind do you like? Are you like a cold brew person? Well, okay. I like cold brew when I need to get totally jacked and be awake and I have a lot of work to do. Uh I am a fan of Bulletproof. Um, and then I love like cortados. I'm definitely a coffee snob. Mm. Like, 
my partner and I, Gina, we were in Spain for a while this summer. Cool. And believe it or not, there's like getting good coffee in Spain was a challenge. So we started and we met this like coffee guy. He's like, hey, you got to Google specialty coffees. So then we would like go around and like explore different little coffee shops. And you're like, oh, they have the Marazoka machine and they're weighing everything. Like LA, we take it for granted. Yeah. It's like coffee nerd central. Uh, but I'm a fan. I'm a coffee, which is also why I love David Lynch. He has his own coffee. Right. Yeah. I love coffee too. I uh, do drink about five teas a year. That's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, well, once so in a while, a I love person. like Earl Grey tea, mm-hmm. but I can't, I would never give it up yeah. like for coffee. I understand. Uh, if you could give yourself one piece of advice 10 years ago, what would it be? Trust that the thing you love is actually something that can you could actually do and, and create um, a prosperous life out of it. Mm-hmm. I never thought that. I always thought I'd like I'd have another job and I just do this stuff. Right. Who you know? Knew? So that's incredible. That's, and I'm telling anyone listening, mm-hmm. you know. So but I have the goods, you know, it's not Oh yes. We you, live in LA. You have the knowledge. We come across somebody who's like desperate to be an actor or something. I'm like, if it's really in you and it's there, you can maneuver it. For sure. Start, just you gotta be real. You gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. You know? So that goes into our next question, which because this is the Soul on Fire podcast. Okay. What are your tips for people who are looking to set their soul on fire? Well, start sharing with the world your authenticity and what you really love and what are real, what you're really into. And that will, um, you'll notice like that, that will grow. People want to just be a part of that journey of, of just honesty. And here you go. This is, uh, what you're into because so much of my work, people are trying to maneuver career shifts and things like that. Um, the other thing that is a huge recommendation of mine is to do some sort of meditative, sacred practice every day. Um, I really, a meditation every day will change everything. Yes. I love that Whatever so much. tradition, whatever, you know, message me, find me. I teach a lot of kundalinis. I teach what I know and love. Mm-hmm. So do you have a regular teaching schedule? Uh, a lot of my stuff is online. So okay. definitely check out on my Instagram and my website, which is my name, remingtondonovan.com. Mm-hmm. I do, no, I do. <laughs> It's funny, I'm having a six year and six is all about consistency. So thank you for bringing that up because I should probably be like, oh, I teach at Rama like Tuesday, Wednesday. From or one inconsistent soul to another. I get I am it. consistent with inconsistency. Oh, for sure. So. I mean, yes, I think you're consistent with so many things, but maybe, yeah, maybe we can find you sometime this year teaching regularly. But I, I do have a lot of stuff online too. So that's, that's good. Great. So that's um, great. Yeah. So people can find you. What's your Instagram handle? At the Mystical Arts, all one word. And then my website's my name, RemingtonDonovan.com. Or you can email me at info at RemingtonDonovan.com for readings. I have these yearly numerology reports, which you actually get in the mail is really nice. With a wax seal. What's that? With a wax seal. Wax seal snail mail. But you have like, we play 24-7, I play prosperity mantra over all of the paper. It's like I have a little numerology factory. We put a printer in like this, we have this one really big closet, which is like our printing office. And, um, but there's, always prosperity energy going into it. And we, my partner, Gene and I, we just really love it and care about it. 
but then I do a lot of private one-on-ones. Like those are way more involved. Mm-hmm. Like I will unravel your your soul through your numbers, your so astrology. Cool. I have visions that I see, and I just and I use tarot. And it's we need all to one. do one of those. Sessions. Yeah, no, let's do that. Yes. So you will be like, what? <laughs> I mean, you're already blowing my mind. So we're I just would scratching be, the I surface. <laughs> I can tell. Um. So yeah, so my Instagram keeps growing. So I will give a plug for my Instagram though, because um, I pick a card every day. So it's like a a little divination every day in my stories. And I just started a Patreon. So that's where, actually, that's not true. So that's where I'm starting to teach regularly. And I'm posting a lot of information and content and that's growing. That's amazing. So it's the Mystical Arts Mystery School, Remington Donovan. Uh, The Patreon is really fun. I'm actually about to go on a Patreon retreat, meaning I'm just going to produce a lot of content and start posting. And so it's Kabbalah, numerology, tarot. How does it all tie in? Um, Like, there's just everything I know I'm sharing. All the good things. Videos, yeah. Wow. Well, you know so many amazing things, so many traditions. I'm totally blown away. I'm so excited that you came on today and that we got to have this conversation and we get to share it with people. It was a huge honor. And I knew when you reached out, I was like, oh, I'm totally connected to this person. So whether it was Aquarius, an alien contact. 100%. But, um, and then I noticed we had so many mutual friends and just incredible I things. I, this was a huge honor. I loved it. And we will definitely be connecting way more yes. after this. So Amazing. thanks everybody for tuning Thank in. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode with Remington. He is honestly so knowledgeable. It's insane. I don't even know what to say because I could have talked to him, like I said in the intro, for decades. I learned so much about 201. I learned so much about my number for the year. Um, all of our number for the year, which is a four year, my life path number. He enlightened me on so many things. He's so wise. He is so down to earth. Um, He is humble. I mean, to be full of that much information and that much connection to spirit and be as humble as he is and just as enjoyable to be around is amazing. I think he's one of the wisest people that has ever set foot in my home. So I definitely want to have Remington back on the podcast. Let me know if you feel the same and what you would like us to talk about because I definitely want to make that happen. And thank you so much for listening. So if you're interested in my healing program, which I'm so thrilled about, Detox Your Life, 22 Days to Feeling Better, Reducing Chronic Inflammation and Transitioning to a Plant-Based or a largely plant-based life, um, then head over to the link in the show notes or also just go to my blog, thebalancewand.com where you'll find all the info and then to do it in the group, join before the 14th or basically as soon as possible because then you can start as soon as you have it, which is really exciting. Also, thank you to our sponsors, Hum Nutrition, where you can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, at checkout for 20% off and Cured Nutrition CBD, where you can use the code BLONDE for 15% off of CBD products, any products on their site. 
Thank you also to Remington for coming on the show today. And if you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast, I would love and be so honored for you to do that in iTunes. And then send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancewand.com of your five-star rating and review. And I will send you my Soul on Fire yoga ebook for free to thank you. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for just all the support in general with me coming back to the podcast after my break, all the things. I'm staring at my beautiful crystals right now and I'm about to make dinner for Jonathan, make one of the SOS free delicious recipes and dessert recipes from my ebook cookbook. Try not to call it an ebook because I truly feel it's just encapsulates so much more than just an ebook. Not just an ebook. You guys know what I'm saying. Now I'm rambling. So thank you for being here. Cheers to 201. Definitely tell me on Instagram or anywhere else what your angel number is. And if you're listening to this and you're noticing angel numbers anywhere around you right now, like on the clock or on a license plate in front of you or basically anywhere addresses, etc. You have to screenshot and tell me because it makes me so happy and angels are all around us and spirits are all around us in a very good way. So thank you. I love you guys. Have the best day and we'll be back next week.